Hey, welcome to the Infinity Bros Podcast, the only podcast that's perfectly balanced, as all things should be. I'm your host, Max Mosier, here on a wonderful pre-Super Bowl Saturday with two other Infinity Bros. Uh, we'll start with Infinity Bro Isaac. Isaac, how are you? Howdy. I am doing great, guys. Glad to be here with you in the Infinity Bros universe. Not going to spend too much time on the Super Bowl, but Isaac, right now, who would you take if you had to put all the schmeckles on the line? All of my schmeckles? Uh, <clears throat> man, I'm, I, I, if I'm a gambling man, and I am because I play cards every day at work, uh, I would put all of my schmeckles on <laughs> the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. Uh <clears throat> Honestly, though, like I haven't put too much thought into this matchup. I really am just looking forward to a really good game. And the other Infinity Bro is Infinity Bro Mark. Mark, how many uh, uh, treasure chests of King Midas silver and gold would you gamble on this Super Bowl? Who would you take? Well, if we're talking about fictional currency, I would, I would, you know, gamble all of them. And I would take the Niners because I think at the end of the day, defense will matter in this game, no matter how explosive your offense hmm. is. But having said that, I mean, Kansas City runs pretty good RPO and, you know, the 49ers are, have a little tough time defending that. But I think they have a better defense. So we'll see what happens. Robbie's going to have a tough time watching this game tomorrow. He's going to be so Because they have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, Robbie doesn't know what an RPO is, so make sure you send those to him. Welcome to the Infinity Bros Podcast, wherever you're listening, however you're listening. We're grateful you're spending time with us. Uh, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are getting really into the Twitch sphere, Isaac. Can you confirm this? We are, yeah. We actually just hit Twitch affiliate this last week, and it's pretty cool. Is that when the checks are rolling in? Yeah, basically, um, once people start subscribing to our channel, which I'm not, I mean, I'm I'm not going to be sad if you do, but we tr- we just stream so infrequently and inconsistently on Twitch that I'm not expecting, like, you know, subs to be rolling in every single time we stream. But if you would like to and you got that uh, Twitch Prime free membership to spend, hey, come and watch the Infinity Bros for one hour a week or however often we well stream. and the other thing too is like if you're on it if if you're isn't if you're an amazon prime member you get twitch free isn't that how it works you get one free twitch sub per month basically so so yeah if you got a free if you got prime and you haven't spent that sub come on over to the infinity rose channel come and hang out with me uh or Jarrett or anybody and if you subscribe and you really want it I'll send you a vial of bathwater. Oh yeah, because that's because that's what people love these days, that's, right? Yeah, that's that's what people are clamoring for in the internet, right? So, and I'm actually yeah, maybe a lucky maybe that and tell you not to go sub to us then if Mark is going to be giving out vials of bathwater. No, 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 no. I just said I just said if that's what they want. I think if I subbed, I would ask that you don't send me the vial of bathwater, and I will maintain my subscription. And you are give, you can do that. We got a great show for you guys today. Super excited. Uh, we're kind of all over the place. We're kind of catching up from Kobe Bryant last week uh, passing away. If you, I don't really like to promo our previous shows, but if you didn't get a chance to listen to what Robbie and I talked about last week with Kobe Bryant, um, it's one of my favorite episodes. I, I, it's Robbie's best episode by a mile. So make sure you you go check that out, whether you liked Kobe or not. 
I think it's just a great hour of talk and uh, cathartic communication. And so I just want to promo that first before we hit everything else that we're talking about today. We're going to talk about some big trailers that just hit uh, online, uh, two that are popular, two that are maybe not as well known that we're excited to talk about. We'll get into those. We're going to go into what's hot, what's not. What's up. We kind of try to do that every episode when we can. We're going to open up the time stone again and talk about a goofy movie. That's right, a goofy movie. So when those timestamps show up, if you're a pro goofy movie, you may just want to skip to that, then come back to here Hashtag because that spoilers. might be the best. Could be the best part of the show. Yeah, <laughs> we'll play the spoiler bumper before that, and uh, then we're gonna do our top five most anticipated moments of 2020. But first, guys, we have some listener feedback that I have taken a significant long time to not bring here, and I apologize to these two individuals who who dropped this by. Um, the first comes from our good friend Scott. Scott, is it Higa or Higa? Higa. Yep. Scott Higa. Scott Higa. And you want you want to promo his podcast real quick, Isaac? Sure. Yeah. So Scott Higa is the Christian Nerd uh, podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can find podcasts. Pretty much, he's a really cool dude who brings just a Christian perspective to uh, nerdy stuff. And his podcasts are nice, short, and sweet. 20 to 30 minutes of pop so it's perfect for my commute to work um so yeah we've we've had an awesome time getting to know him on twitter and uh just through social media and stuff like that he's a really cool guy definitely go check him out he's literally the opposite of us he is not infinite he is literally one guy he is very short very concise uh yeah across the board just different Scott says this, he says, I thoroughly enjoy the Infinity Bros podcast. I don't always agree with what they say, which usually leaves me yelling at my podcast app. Come on, Mark. Can you just, come on, Mark. He didn't say that (laughs) part. I did. I love that, though, because it means I'm engaged in listening to the conversation. Absolutely have recommended this podcast to others and would do the same to you. I do wish they'd ditch the point system in their ratings and just stick with whole numbers. Uh, Thank you, Scott, for that review. He gives us five out of five. Uh, do we want to rip it? Do we want to praise it? How do we want to go with this, Mark? I gave it. I gave his rating a five point nine. <laughs> yeah, I I think I would stick with more of a four point three of a rating. Uh, it was it was enough of it was a kind hearted gesture. Um, but yeah, the point system that's not going to change. And if you don't agree with us, then <laughs> what's wrong with you? <laughs> Come on, what a knucklehead! Yeah. Yeah, Isaac, would you say anything about this for this review? I'd agree with the the uh, five point nine uh, rating that Mark gave. I'll give it a five point nine as well. Thanks, Scott. Appreciate that. We'll plug our yeah, thanks, we'll Scott. plug our point system later. Um, the second comes from at Nova Beyond, our friend Patrick. He says these bros are some big nerds, but so am I. So I love this podcast. I found out about these guys when they joined the Good Morning Guys podcast community. They're active on social media and are just all around good guys. However. The rating system here is flawed. If I could, I could rate this podcast a six out of six. You think he's? Boom. Thank you, Patrick. We appreciate that review. Do you think he's talking about the rating system in on Apple when he gave us a five out of five? Yeah, he's definitely talking about theirs because there's absolutely nothing wrong with our rating system. Yeah, I was gonna say. I feel like our rating system is getting a lot of it's getting a lot of criticism, and we're gonna be honest with you. There's no way that's changing now. Like, if that's the one thing you're going to stick us on, then we're going to double down on it. I, I would actually argue we might be sticking with decimals for the rest of the episode. <laughs> like, if it's a six, do we just go to, like, a 6.01 or something? <laughs> like, how do we, like, do that now? 
5.9999. Repeated. <laughs> Repeated. You give it a pi, you give it a pi rating in the infinity symbol. <laughs> Five point infinity. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but we appreciate you guys. Uh, thanks again. Check out their podcasts. Uh, the Good Morning Guys podcast and the Christian Nerd podcast. We love those guys, and we want to plug them as well. Uh, great short podcast. If you're and we do the long podcast thing, but if you're someone that likes short podcasts, I, I really would double down on the Christian Nerd. We, we we're Christians and we talk about it, but I think if you're not a Christian, you can more easily hop in and out of our podcast. If you are somebody that's very serious in your faith and maybe has certain boundaries in regards to what you're watching. I really think Scott balances that really well. He doesn't attack certain things when he doesn't watch it. He just goes, I'm not watching that because I got kids, and that's just not my genre. So I would highly recommend going him. He's very authentic and very real. So, Mark, uh, for last part of um, our listener feedback portion, your uncle sent some text messages to us. Um, would you mind sharing some of those thoughts and maybe just walking our audience through kind of the story behind this? So here's the gist. I've gotten kind of my aunts and uncles into listening to our podcast and – um, my uncle Haven't Scott. We all. <laughs> yeah. Are we all that lucky? Um, I've gotten my uncle Scott to listen. He likes to give some feedback and what he kind of likes. And this last one, he he was listening to the Star Wars podcast or the Star Wars podcast that we had. And I think that was you, Isaac, and Zane, right? Mm, yep. Great episode. It was Jared? Jared oh, and Jared. Yep. Too, I think. Yep. I think we had four. Yeah. Um. So he was listening to that one, and his initial response was or or what he tells me he's like oh i'm driving today out to the farm he lives in minneapolis but he we have a family farm um and he's like you weren't on it and i'm like okay that's he's he says with a gut punch and winds wind sucked absorbed i still listen to the whole thing (laughs) i'm like burn onto everyone else well thank you thank you mark's uncle (laughs) and he's like it's very listenable and lacking the Jonesy rope a dopes and thoughtful twist, which made me think like that's what I'm known for. <laughs> rope a dopes, the Jones rope dopes. But then his his review got his review got more intriguing. He asked, how? He, he was he was wondering how old Zane was because oh he because because. I wish I wish he had written an Apple review on this because this would have been more funny. You need if it was to just out go there. do that. Because he thought, because of how he sounds in his voice, <laughs> like a fourteen-year-old, but clearly <laughs> knows his stuff. What and what he's talking about, and it's able to construct opinions. Which and then he's like, well, after that, then makes me think he's seventeen to nineteen. I'm like. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm telling him, dude, he's oh like gosh. our age. He's in his like yeah, mid to late twenties, like twice the age you're guessing. And then he's like, "Good lord, <laughs> don't tell him I said this." And then I got his approval to bring this up. <laughs> Please don't tell them, guys. I've got something to tell you. He's like, "Oh yeah, you must be like one of your guys' younger brothers." And I'm like, <laughs> "I wish." <laughs> but yeah, he's, oh, he he enjoys listening Zane. to us, little bud. Um. And then he had a little feedback about Max. Oh my gosh, share this. I'm so excited about this part. Because he said, I got my thoughts on Max, and I had the, a little poke and prod to, you know, get this out of him. And <laughs> this is all he. This is all I got out of him, and I feel like there's more. He's like, he does his, <laughs> he's a good host, does his homework, keeps it moving, reels it in. 
And that's all he has to say about Max. And cut and scene. And that's as much positive feedback we can give Max. <laughs> I feel like it was a little too much feedback. Too much positive feedback for Max. Um, let's get into some trailers. It's a big weekend coming up. And I'm assuming next episode we're going to be talking about this too because the Super Bowl ads are basically starting up tomorrow. But you get a couple of ones that come out a little early. And the two big ones are the Fast and the Furious 9 trailer and a Quiet Place 2 trailer. But before we get into these two and other trailers we've watched, we want you to be familiar with our rating system that's been receiving so much criticism from the people. So we're going to put that right here. Here on the Infinity Bros podcast, everything is ranked from a 0 to 6 point scale. 0 meaning horrible and 6 meaning absolutely excellent. If all of the Infinity Bros rank something a six, it gets an infinity step. All right. Uh, Fast and the Furious 9, obviously, uh, does it even need an introduction? I mean, it's the ninth installment of the Fast series. It looks like they're working with um, Paul Walker's wife in the movie. She's coming back in it, so that's going to be interesting how she has a role. But uh, you guys watch this trailer. Uh, just quick, just give us a quick review and a quick uh, a rating on it. Maybe we'll we'll keep the conversation going as it is. Isaac, we'll start with you. I'll give it a a four point seven. I it's it looks exciting, but it it's in the end ultimately it's just another Fast and Furious movie, and and the franchise honestly is just worn out to me. So it didn't get me like super hyped for it or anything. Four point seven. Mark, what about you? Um. Yeah. I'm. It made me think, like, Fast 9 watching the preview, I'm thinking, like, remember when, like, the first three were just, like, really small problems, and now it's, like, there's ships and planes and, like, secret government operatives? But having like, what... catching cars and, like, yes. jumping, you know, 40 feet and landing it, and it's, like... But I'm sure nuts. if I saw this preview in an IMAX theater, I would want to see it as much as I wanted to see Hobbs and Shaw... Which, when I saw that in IMAX, was not disappointed. So I'm thinking, like, this, they're at the point where it's like, you gotta go see this in IMAX. And let it just blow your mind. Because we got John Cena playing Dom's brother, right? If I'm getting out of that. You we got, are, it is, I am on IMDB right now. It is Jacob Toretto is his official name. And if they were losing heat, I don't know how they got Helen Mirren and Charlize Theron to, you know, be in this. They must have ponied up some big cash to be like let's do this unless they've been in the previous ones I just, well and kurt I, russell was in the last one right i don't know i didn't watch fast eight no way know. mark are you serious i haven't watched since five yeah like i've been out of the game yeah, i haven't watched the last probably like two or three yeah same no way i'm shocked way. to hear that neither of you have watched it and i might get back into the game because it made me because i want to the trailer made me think, like, where's Hobson Shaw? I mean, you just came out with the movie. Are they going to make a cameo? So, like, I want to see them. Mark's all about Hobson Shaw. He's like, oh, where, where are they? Where are they? I want them in my Fast 9 movie. Yeah, I do want them. I'm sorry. <laughs> I saw that trailer in IMAX. I'm like, dude, I, I'm not all in on Fast and Furious movies, but this looked sweet. And this movie kind of looks sweet. So, it's like, I might I might get back, in, back on that wagon. And I, I would give this trailer for the action that it showed... I'd give it a five point two five out of six. Oh, man, I, I those are really generous ratings. I mean, I I think I'm giving it a two point nine. Just Dang. like my my interest and, and I'm coming from somebody who's seen all these movies. I just like have zero interest in this movie right now. Hang on, time out. 
you've seen Fast and the Furious 6 through 8, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. But you refuse to watch Princess Bride? Well, that's because these are quality <laughs> cinematic yeah, quality. Yeah, okay. films <laughs> that have... Well, I mean, you're talking Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren, Kurt Russell, Charlize Theron. I mean, we're talking Academy Awards up and down. I just don't know what you want me to do. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I... The secret sauce is gone, and I don't know if that's because of Paul Walker dying or if that's just because maybe, Mark, you implied it, like, just the stunts are getting a little wild now, and they're getting, like, I know the gravitational rules in the Fast and the Furious universe is a little different, but I don't know. I'm just, I'm not buying into this. I I am lukewarm at best about this movie. And I'm buying back into this. <laughs> You're buying back in, which is, but I can't believe that you guys didn't watch any of these. Like that actually surprises all the me same. very much. They're like literally the same movie, just packaged differently. See, but these are the kinds of movies that are perfect for Sarah because she just like, she just wants to go see a movie and not think about it. She just wants to watch crazy explosions and wild stuff happen. And so she's like, we got to go see the new Fast and the Furious movie. I'm like, I don't know. That's better than other movies you've pitched. Sarah's all in on Fast and the Furious (laughs) movies? She's so all in on generic movies. I I wouldn't consider a plane with a magnet generic, but, you know, whatever. (laughs) Uh, Maybe I meant franchise generic. Uh, Simple. um, Yeah, very simple. Formulaic film. Yeah, very. (laughs) In every formula action movie, there better be a jet with a magnet from now on. Moving on from 2020. (laughs) (laughs) They're sitting at the writer's table like, huh, what's the what's the simplest way we could do this? Like, oh, let's do a plane with a magnet. Yeah, that's, that's definitely the way, simplest way to do this. Before we go to A Quiet Place, do you think this series ends with them going to space? Yes, I think that's what Fast 10 will be. Or are you saying they're going to go to space now because they teased the rocket on that the, that car? <laughs> oh, my gosh. And the guy was in the, in the uh, Back to the Future outfit. Did you notice that? That was awesome. Yeah, that that's where I'm like thinking, I'm all in. This is this is yeah, a movie for I, me. I, yeah, I know. That's up your alley. The Quiet Place 2 trailer uh is set to debut. Uh this this trailer is interesting. Um did you guys see the first one? The first trailer or the first uh, No, movie? I'm sorry, a Quiet Place the first movie. Oh, okay, yes. I've seen it. I, I have not seen it actually. Okay. Um I have not seen it either, so Mark, your rating is probably gonna be the biggest one out of all of ours. Um, what was Mark before you get into your trailer rating? What was your rating of A Quiet Place, the first movie? I'd probably give it a four point eight nine out of six. Yeah, that's a really good. That's a really concise. Um, like rating. it wasn't Thanks the best movie that. ever, but I thought it was a very original kind of. I don't know, maybe you can tweet at us if I'm wrong, but I thought it was kind of an original idea, and you, you know we get it from the director of Jim, and <laughs> I just liked it. <laughs> Okay, good. I'm glad that John Krasinski is just known as simply Jim for you. Um, let's go around real quick. Isaac, I know you and I haven't seen it, but I still think it's very interesting that they're kind of going a prequel route. I'll, I guess I'll start. Well, it looks like it's going to be a prequel and a sequel. Yes, That's what it looks it'll like. be both and. Yep. For me, this gets me interested in the first one way more than I think the first trailer did. So I'm going to give this one a 5.35. Um, I just think looks like a really looks like a really strong directing job again by Krasinski. I, I know he got a lot of high praise for the first one. Um, great cast. I, I've only heard great things about this movie. This is a quiet place is one of those movies. I just haven't gotten around to watching. It's not that I don't want to watch it. It's just, eh, I'll get to it when I get to it. And I think, um, yeah, it's, it's just, I, I'm very interested to see part two. 
Um, but I got to see part one first. Isaac, what about you? Similar. Uh, I'll give my rating of the trailer a 5.276. Mm. Uh, oh. It, yeah, it's... Uh, Why that? Why that rating? It, I just thought it was really good, but I it's I, I can't give it like much higher than that because, again, I haven't seen the first one. So I, I was interested, but I think I need more context before I can be super hyped for it. But I'm kind of in the same boat as you. It's just something I haven't gotten around to watching. It's on my list of movies to watch. Holly, my wife, does not like watching horror thriller movies, so I'm left to watch those by myself, which doesn't happen very much. When I'm by myself, I'm pretty much always playing video games. So <clears throat> it's on my list. Maybe sometime when I'm at work uh, playing cards, I'll put it on in the background. Maybe you two should watch it together. Yeah, I would, but she doesn't want to. So. No, no, no! You and you and Max. Oh, you. Oh, okay. Well, that's an idea. Yeah, we we could do that. Is there a way for us to like stream a video game and watch it at the same time? Yeah, you just put two TVs next to each other. Hmm. Mm. But then I wouldn't be invested, and that's like a movie okay. that you need to be invested in to enjoy. Yeah, I I've, feel I've like. heard you almost. Sure. I heard you almost needed to go see it in theaters. Right. That's what I heard. So it's on my list. I want to see it obviously before I see two. Uh, if I I think it's on Hulu right now. It's on some streaming service for free. Is it really free? I don't oh, know. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's on some streaming service. I got to look that back up again. But um, if I can get around to watching that, I wouldn't mind seeing Quiet Place Two in theaters because oh. it sounds like a fun movie to see in theaters. You have piqued my interest, good sir. Um, next trailer we want to talk about is Vivarium. Vivarium, uh, directed by Loken. Finnegan uh, talks about a young couple looking for the perfect home, find themselves trapped in a mysterious labyrinth-like neighborhood of identical houses. It stars Jesse Eisenberg and Morgan Poots. Uh, just saw this trailer and wanted to kind of talk about it. I felt like our group, it, it's got that like thr- uh, thriller vibe to it um, with some actors we're, we're aware of. Uh, what did you think of this trailer? Um, Mark, let's start with you. What did you think of this trailer? I got three. I got three things I wrote down for this mental thriller. What's going on, baby? <laughs> I have no no context to this movie. So what's going on? It looks insane, and I'm giving this. I'm giving this trailer because I'm all in now on this movie. A six point infinity. Holy moly! Whoa! Holy moly, Mark! Wow. That's the highest rating we've ever gotten in anything. Highest. So I'm all in. I'm all in on this. Isaac, did you get a chance to watch this trailer? So I didn't get around to watching the trailer, but I was confused when you said that earlier because on IMDb it says that it came out in 2019. It did come out, um, but it hasn't – I haven't seen it yet. So, no, I'm sorry. It There it is. Okay, so it, it's releasing on March 11th. Because it's because it was made in 2019 and gone into film festivals. Oh, okay. So it's been released, mm-hmm. but not to theaters. Correct. Interesting. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> no, so I didn't get around to watching it, so I will give it a. That's okay. No rating. Yeah, you, yeah no rating. That's fine. Do you want to give it like a, maybe a two point or zero point like one or like? Uh, <clears throat> no, I'll give it a. I'll just go middle ground. I'll give it a three point zero 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 zero. Hey, that's too many. Des- that's too many. That's just too many. All right. Uh, are you judging my rating, Mark? 
Yeah, I think we're, we're we should limit ourselves to maybe two or infinity. It's either two decimal points or infinity. Or infinity. Okay, fine. Okay, three you point can just infinity. Hear then. Scott right now just like deleting his review and dropping it to like a one, maybe even a one. I just imagine he throws his device across <clears throat> the room. He's like those <laughs> b words. <laughs> his, and his 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 wife goes, "What's up?" And he just says, "Nothing." They're dead. Nothing. They're all dead to me. <laughs> Nothing. Infinity Bros! Raises his fist to the sky. And he yeah, becomes Mark, our I give, this, yeah. I give this one a 5.25. Um, this looks... This this piques my interest. I love Jesse Eisenberg. I hated him in Justice League. I mean, not, not Justice League. Um, doggone it. Batman versus Superman. Um, but really think this is a great role for him. Uh, Mark, for, for you, was the moment you liked this trailer the most when they were trapped there or when the baby showed up? Um, I was I was getting in when you figure out that they're trapped there, and then I became all in when they're like, "Here's a baby in a box." Yeah, that was that was the moment I was like, "All right, I gotta I gotta find a way to watch this." So looks good. Five point two five. Check out that trailer. You, you can check it out online. And finally, Isaac, this one was for you, just because I saw this trailer and I was like, "Oh my goodness!" I and this is another two thousand nineteen came out, but hasn't hasn't hit theaters yet. The Color of Space, um, starring Nicolas Cage, Jolie Richardson, Madeline Arthur, uh, and who's the other guy you were, we were talking Tommy about? Tommy Chong. Yes, Tommy Chong is in this as well. Uh, Richard Stanley coming back to direct. This is the first time in over a decade uh, he's directed, and he, it's uh, based on the on the book by H.P. Lovecraft. Mark, you talked about Lovecraft pre-show. Uh, have you read Lovecraft? Yeah, I've like... A couple of his anthologies and some of the his standalone, or then some of just the books that are standalones. He he's written some crazy stuff, and he's you know a writer from like the early 1900s. Yeah, this looks wild. This looks wild. Mark, let's start. So, like, with he, you. he, he was writing sci-fi is. before sci-fi was really a thing, so it's kind of yeah. Nice. What's your rating of this trailer? I think I mean again, this is a thing I really wasn't. It wasn't on my radar until you shared it to us, and I mean instantly is Nick Cage, so that gives it an automatic three, no matter what. Um, but then from there, um, I think as a trailer and kind of getting my excitement up for this movie, I, I would, I would give it like a, like a 5.37. Um, the, th- the three things I wrote down about this was, uh, what happened to him as a kid, Nick Cage and space crazy. So I'm really <laughs> excited to see what happens. Okay. All right. I like that. Like, I like that. And th- this is the thought, like, if you, like, it's, I, I can't remember the story, but, I mean, it's Hollywood, so they can take whatever they want. Um, and it made me think, like, is the color is the color itself, like, a living thing? Or does whatever landed there is, like, a creature and it produces, like, this plasma thing is what you kind of get in the in the trailer. So it's, it made me intrigued. So, uh, like, like Mark said, um, having Nick Cage in it gives it an automatic rating. And that automatic rating for me is a 5.5 wow 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 anything with a nick cajun is a 5.5 automatically mm-hmm. and then the fact that it's a well-made movie gets it a six are you, are you saying so, this is a six i'm excited for this movie yeah this movie is six point infinity this My this movie is out, out out there i heard about this movie on um the pop culture leftovers podcast um and brian the host of it um got a chance to see it um just because his they're a little bigger on that show and he was saying this is the most unique use of gore 
in regards to body gore. He yeah, said it's it, is, it looks just yes, crazy. So, right but he now. said it's, it's like, not grotesque in the sense you'd want to walk away from it. It's just unique. You just have not seen the things they're going to do in this. Well, yeah, when you watch the trailer, you look at what they're showing you, and you're like, what is that? <laughs> it's not like, oh, my gosh, that's a dismembered arm or something like that. Like You look at it, and it looks gross, but you're like, I have no idea what the heck that is. <laughs> yeah, and I, I just think I'm really excited to see how that goes. Um, yeah, I think... Uh, I'm not I'm not too high on Nicolas Cage. I honestly put this in here just because of you, Isaac. I'll give it a four point two three seven nine. I think, um, yeah, I think th- th- it's it's a movie that if it's gonna get on a streaming platform, I'm gonna check it out. I don't subscribe to Shutter or do any horror things as much. Although we've talked about two horror movies today, um, yeah, I, mean, I I I would I would watch this if this was on a streaming platform. Paying for tickets that might be tricky for me, but. We'll see. So, Nick Cage in a horror movie, I'm in. But let's head to Hot or Snot. We, uh, th- this is the segment where every episode we talk about the things in pop culture that are affecting us today, good and bad. Uh, we rate these things just like everything else, but uh, it's kind of more of a grab bag of what's interested in us. So, you may not like some of the things we like. Too bad. Skip ahead. So, is what it is. Mark, we're going to start with you. Talking about stuff that nobody likes in this group. Let's Let's begin. All right, A-A-W, A-A-W, here we go. I'm going to start with my snot. My first snot I want to bring up is in our Madden League. Robbie Sutter had the audacity Ooh. to have Zane play for him and then whoop my butt. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I think it's I think it's just really interesting so that, and for those that don't know, we do a uh, Madden, you could, like, joint franchise it, so play, like, a season or a couple seasons as a team, and then other people can play as teams, and... I just think it's really sad that Robbie would have Zane play for him. Like Zane drove all the way up to play that game for him because that was the only chance he was going to have to beat you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he delayed everything like the whole week until until Zane was down there so he could play. His so game Isaac, for him. are, are just... you worried that Robbie might push it until like a weekend next week so then he can have Zane come over again? I'm. I was actually worried that he was going to ask to play like right after oh. that because I knew that Zane was still going to be well, there. Lucky you. So mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm glad mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that hasn't happened yet. So Zane can go back home, start going to work, so I can actually play Robbie. Unless they've gone so far as to Robbie just gives Zane his login info and he just plays his game for him at home too. So, so I don't know how far this conspiracy goes, but gotcha. We might have to dig a little deeper for sure. Yeah, we'll see. And it's just convenient he's not here right now. Yeah. Neither just of them. It's convenient. That's just very convenient. Would be nice to have him. What else? What else you got, Mark? I got one more snot, and I, I know this might be more financial, but also is related to wrestling. But WWE stock yesterday fell twenty five percent. That's like a billion dollars for them. Oh no! Because they they uh, let go two of their top executives that have been with the business for ten years. So I mean, that's a pretty big hit for any company to you know that trades nationally. On the New York Stock Exchange, but um, I thought that was kind of some snot. Like the reasons behind it were kind of, I mean, it didn't really wasn't really cut cut and clear like why they're doing it. But hopefully they can turn it around and make that money back because you know some people invest in them like myself, and seeing a twenty five percent dip is a little harsh. Um, that's all I got for snot. But moving on to my hot, I just went recently went to uh kevin smith presents jay and silent bob reboot 
So his movie that he just, you know, financed and is now on a roadshow showing it. And I thought it was pretty fun. I mean, just listening to that dude talk is pretty interesting. And then watching that movie, uh, Jay and Silent Bob Reboot, um, brought, it back, brought back a lot of nostalgia from, you know, the original Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. And there was just, if you love puns and can stand a dirty movie, then Jay and Silent Bob Reboot's all, all about, all for you. So that's all I gotta say about that. Uh, my other hot is Owen Wilson being cast in Loki series. I have this on my hot list too, but like I also had considered maybe somebody else will put it on there. I actually, this is, I had this on my between hot and snot. Part of me hates this because I think Owen Wilson is such a big actor that he may just take attention off of Loki in this. So I'm just interested to see what role he has. Or but he's going to be like a CGI'd like covered I don't up type know. of guy. I just, as, as a, a positive piece of feedback, I trust Kevin Feige. And so he clearly wouldn't pick him out for this reason. Um, yeah, I, I would just say, <clears throat> I would, I would just say tread carefully. Some of these people you pick may be, be too big or may just not be a good fit for a role you're trying to fit for them what i mean you made me think of this what was the movie christian bale is going to be in for was that the new thor movie he's yeah, going to be the, in that it's the new but thor would you say movie. he's a bigger bigger name than owen wilson or is he just saying like as a character actor or a person like owen wilson kind of takes like the steam away from it or what do you what are you getting at yeah i think i think loki is pretty funny on his own to be honest so I don't know. All I have to say is, wow. Yeah, I literally commented in our group chat, how long will it be before somebody commented, wow? And then you sent a screenshot of our Twitter page that you run, Isaac. And you I, had posted I had that, sent that before, two minutes before yeah, I had I commented that. <laughs> Insane. Wow. I couldn't believe it. It was hilarious. You you just know me. You know. Mark, me what now. would you rate this news? I would say it's a six out of six. I mean... Yeah, granted, Owen Wilson hasn't been, like, the top. I feel like he was kind of at the top in, like, the mid-thousands. But he's still, like, a well-known guy. So, like, for him to be in this series, it's, it's you know, brings eyes to the table. And you're thinking, yeah, who is he going to play? That's What's fair. his character? So, I mean, it just it right, brings right, right, it brings right. Owen Wilson fans. I mean, that's why you bring in top-notch guys. They bring their, their crew over. Um, And then my number one hot is the AEW... Uh, two Wednesdays, or yeah, two Wednesdays went yeah Wednesdays ago, where it was broadcasted live on a cruise ship, and wow! It, oh my gosh, yes, we talked about this two weeks ago. How did it go? Tell me about this. I mean, I actually was invested in this. Mark. Yep, I'm invested in this. Story. I thought it was. I mean, just for a live event on you know a national on TNT was pretty interesting. I mean, granted, I think they had some sound and technical difficulties because well they were boarded or I don't know what you call it when a ship's like. Do- or docked when it was docked they're in Na- nasa yes. yep, yep is yep. it jamaica is nasa anyways so it's not like they were on like you know f- you know on like f- boating around or shipping around they were docked but uh it was pretty windy so like that kind of took a little steam out of it so that's what but overall like just the stage they had set up and uh, like the pool being close by just gave it a cool little vibe and you know really close atmosphere so it, i mean it looked like it would have been a really fun show to like be live there for and mm-hmm. you know i just feel like AEW is at a point like with the top i mean they're not anywhere near wwe status like for money and market to share but 
they've got something right. special that maybe three, five years down the road, they might be knocking on the door of WWE. So I think they're doing a good job with marketing. I, I see them enough in public yeah. that as a non-fan of wrestling, I can respect that. So I think it's And okay. a lot of people are say or have a lot to say, good things to say about like Orange Cassidy, who's a wrestler there. And I know he's your your top favorite wrestler of all wrestlers. Well, so. I mean, if being a top favorite wrestler is like a two out of six, like that's what I'd give him as a rating. So I don't know why you have to be else. mean. I'm sorry, two point one six. I'm sorry, missed a decimal there. But that's the, that's um, all I got. I'll go to my list. I got a big list, and then Isaac will go. <clears throat> I'm gonna start with my snot because I only have one. Um, it's Patrick Stewart not accepting a role to come back as Charles Xavier. I'm not snotting the choice of him not to come back. Um, I'm snotting that Kevin Feige even met with him to have a conversation about this. Um, He was quoted as saying, I met with Kevin Feige a couple months ago and we had a long, long conversation. There have been been moves and suggestions, which include Charles Xavier. Here's the problem. If we had not made Logan, then yes, I would probably be ready to get into that wheelchair one more time and be Charles Xavier. But Logan changed all that. And I I think that's my belief on it is Logan was the ending for him and Hugh Jackman. We do not need any more of them. Um, And I really hope Kevin Feige, unless he's thinking um, multiverse of madness with Doctor Strange, he is not strongly considering bringing these people back. I think they have to restart everything top to bottom. Um, But what are your guys' thoughts on that? I agree with you on the... I don't think that X-Men universe needs to be part of the new X or the new Marvel universe. But if he, it was going to be like a one-off in like the Doctor Strange movie and just be like, oh, this is this universe with these versions of these X-Men, I'm okay with that. But I think they need to go a new route, bring in a whole new cast of characters. Ignore it. And just, just ignore it all. Yep, yeah, just be like, that's its own thing. That was its own thing. And here's what it's going to exist now in the MCU. What do you think, Isaac? I think I, I think I'm with you guys generally. Um, just because there's been so much turmoil in those in those Fox X Men movies with castings and everything, like the only guys I could see them maybe thinking, obviously they already reached out to Patrick Stewart, but like if you brought back McAvoy and Fassbender as Professor X and and Magneto. I think that would probably be okay, but those are the only ones that I'd probably be okay with coming back. The rest of them, I'd say just, yeah, start from scratch. And I'd be fine with starting from scratch. I think that's probably the better way to go, just because it's a whole new thing. Like Mark said, like if it's a one, one-shot one thing in a multiverse-type situation, that would be pretty cool to see that tied into it. But, yeah, if you're starting this universe again, I'd say just, yeah, just start from scratch. I think we're generally in agreement on that. Um, Not really a hot or a snot. want to just sit kind of in the middle and talk about Kobe's farewell at the Lakers game. Uh, Was extremely touched as a Lakers fan um, yesterday watching the Lakers play. They didn't win. They lost to the Trailblazers. But watching the game, I I just sensed – um, the players were just not in a mindset to play basketball and for them to go both sides, not just the Lakers, um, for them to go out and play that game. I tip my hat to them. That's, that was true professional work. Um, for those that didn't see the tribute, um, Usher came in, boys to men came in, 
Um, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting the famous cello player. I'll find that name in a bit. Do you think it's right that they monetized the tragedy of his passing? Yeah, this is tricky. Um, like that, that's been my like only yeah. bad thing about like, okay, because it was aired on ESPN or TNT? ESPN. Because they like advertised it. And I'm thinking, why are you trying? You're you're doing this so people can come watch your show so you can sell ads. And that's what it that, to me like thinking it on that side. It's like man, that's just poor taste. I don't know. That's just my opinion on Do that. Do you have the same feeling about news companies? And oh yes. When they're reporting Hell yes. the news. Yes. Okay, good. Yeah. I mean, if you're having that opinion universally, then more power to you. I think I just don't have a problem with it because well, and you're a fan and you're a Laker fan. It's so, like I get but it. But it's ESPN's job. Like, what's sure. ESPN supposed to do? Avoid it? Like, I I think ESPN, if you do it in a classy way. Did a good job. I think for me, did I have they do a bigger it in a classy way? This is a separate. Did they? I think they did. They did oh. a very good job. I I talked in the group last night. Paul Pierce was kind of, he had a couple moments of like shut up. Um, but he, I wouldn't say he was like classless. I would just say I think he had moments he'll regret saying things. Sure. Jalen Rose, Michael Wilbon, and Stephen A. Smith. This is this is some of the best Stephen A. Smith you'll see, and um, I just think they did a great job. Um, the tribute during the pregame portion of it was moving. Um, I was moved to tears during the whole por- portion of that. Um, and we talked about that last episode, so I'm not going to get too much into what Kobe meant to me. But just wanted to ask you guys real quick, what was your like response to the tragedy with Kobe Bryant and the eight other victims, one including his daughter, of the helicopter crash? I guess initially, yeah. It's like I was in disbelief when I think, when I first heard about it, Kelly told me because she saw Zane post something on Facebook. And I'm like, oh, that's that's nuts. And then it like got worse when they're like, oh, like first some people were reporting that his whole family was there or in the helicopter. But just, you know, it ended up turning out it was his daughter, um, another coach and player and some other like close people that were part of with his the basketball team that he was kind of the coach of right the mamba and the pilot Mm -hmm. mamba academy and man just is just horrible just crazy news and like how i felt is like yeah you know i mean it really showed how big of a world icon he was but at the same time it's like i feel like it also didn't pay enough tribute in a sense to like the rest of the victims like yeah his daughter got a lot of you know trending or whatever you want to do with this but I just feel like the rest of the people didn't seem as important as Kobe. And I know Kobe is, you know, a world icon, but it's just like, I mean, without Kobe flying in this helicopter, you know, with this helicopter access, these other people wouldn't have been in that situation. So I don't, I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I feel like everyone should be equally mourned. And just because mm. one person has celebrity and is, you know, more known doesn't, I mean, yeah, he can have a bigger impact, but I just, I don't know. It's it's tough for me to talk about that. I would disagree maybe to some extent, but I understand your point and I don't, that doesn't need to be a fight or a conversation. Isaac, real quick, what were your thoughts? Yeah, just the same, like disbelief. The first report I saw was TMZ and I was like, no, that can't be, that can't be, it's got to be a hoax or something like that. So I was just waiting for info and we were kind of talking about it in the group chat and Finally, it started kind of just surfacing. There were like local news uh, stations reporting it and stuff like that. And really, it was just kind of a state of 
shock, I guess, just how did this happen? You know, like it's crazy. Um, and yeah, I've, I'm not much a bas- basketball fan, but you can't deny the, the impact and the, the, just the legacy that Kobe had in NBA and in just pop culture in general. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's, I mean, it's sad to see a guy that has so much potential and so much future ahead of him just cut short because of, you know, a tragic accident like that. So it's, yeah, it's always sad when stuff like that happens. Yeah, totally. Cool. Um, getting back into hot, um, saw a beautiful day in the neighborhood. So I hadn't talked about this. I saw this movie over the Christmas season. Um, and just every episode we've, we've had just something that's kind of eclipsed this and forgot to bring this up. So this starred, uh, Tom Hanks, a lot of people communicating that Tom Hanks should win an Oscar for this role. I don't actually see that as much. Um, I'm going to give a rating of this movie a 4.15. Um, this th- I'm actually very disappointed compared to what my expectations were in this movie. Um, for people that know me, they just know I'm a big fan of Mr. Rogers. Um when I, I sometimes get opportunities to preach and, and he, a lot of stories I start with really resonate around, around him. And Tom Hanks did a good job, but I, the credit it was receiving, um, the praise this movie was getting, I just didn't see it. Um, and I don't know if I would say I was disappointed. I was just underwhelmed. Um, it was a great story. Um, it, it's, it's, it's very heart wrenching. The end is, is really good with how just there's some certain resolution with certain characters. Um, it, it is kind of all based on a true story. So that's another cool part of it. Um, it has a guy who's really annoying and his name's Todd. I found that very funny. Uh, and, uh, but I'd give it a 4.15. I it's, it's a movie I would recommend seeing if you have never seen the documentary, um, called Won't You Be My Neighbor. Um, so Won't You Be My Neighbor is a six-point infinity for me. It is the best documentary I've ever watched in my life. Um, that is a better film than this one. Um, and I, I just I think maybe that might be the reason this one just wasn't as good as Won't You Be My Neighbor is just so impactful. I, I loved hearing from him. I loved hearing from uh, Fred's wife. Um, there's a very touching moment in this movie where Fred Rogers has was known to say to people, take a minute and think of all the people that have impacted you in your life. Just, just, and, and they stop. And the movie literally takes one minute of silence and it pans around the room and it's all the real life people impa- impacted by Fred Rogers. His family, people he worked with the person that the character is built on. Um, and so they do some really cool touching moments and tributes to him. Uh, but I'm, I, I would say this is an underwhelming movie. I, uh, go see it. It's worth it if you haven't seen either of these movies. But if you have not seen the documentary, Won't You Be My Neighbor, that is just a dynamite um, dynamite documentary. It's incredible. Um, this is us. I've been, I've finally caught up on this is us this season. This is my AEW. It's fine. I'm, I don't care this. Uh, I, I've been kind of being a little annoyed of this is us the beginning of the season. Um, but where they are headed right now in the little trill, they're kind of doing a mini trilogy because they have the three main characters. Um, and the episodes are called, it's been a hell of a week. 
these are some of the best This Is Us episodes we've gotten in in a long time. Um, the directing has been really good. Talking about some stuff that's real life but also unique. Um, I just think the representation of different perspectives and things that people go through is really great in this show. So check it out. And then finally, I'm going to stop talking about this show because it ended, The Good Place. I finally got to watch the series finale of The Good Place. Scott, I know you're probably listening to this. Him and I have talked a couple times on Twitter about this this show. Could not be more happy about the way they ended it. They landed this ending so well. Um, this is a remarkable TV show. It's one of the most underrated TV shows ever made. Directed by Michael Schur, the guy who did The Office and Parks and Rec. Um, same kind of humor, um, very unique. The sky's the limit with this show. If you watch it, you'll understand what I'm saying. I don't want to give away anything. I would just say go watch this show. Um, it is a great show, and I was very satisfied with how they ended it. Um, and they just talk about some really heavy stuff. So really great show, uh, good stuff. That's my list. Isaac, I'll pass it to you. All right, so I just have one thing on my snot list, so I'll start with that. Um, and it's actually something that you guys, I think it was just an episode that you two were on uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, is that Obi-Wan was delayed. I think at the time you guys thought it was canceled. Yeah, that was the rumor going but around. But it came out with more reports. Yeah, that was the rumor going around. It came out with reports, and Ewan McGregor himself basically said that it's not canceled. It's just been delayed until they rewrite the scripts. So boo. bummed about the delay. That. but Yeah, we boo that, we boo that but... Also, I mean, we're still getting Obi-Wan, so I'm still excited about that. It's just a bummer. It's probably going to be half a year, a year later than we expected it. So that's my only snot. Uh, I have a lot on my hot list, but actually a couple of them have been hit already. Owen Wilson, Cass, and Loki. I also give that a 6 out of 6. I think just it's a good idea by Feige to start getting big actors in these miniseries. Um, just to kind of draw people to the the Disney Plus side of Marvel. So I think that's cool. I'm excited about it. It'll be interesting to see what he plays. National Treasure 3. Oh, my gosh. Has been a rumor that is going around that Disney Plus may be into producing. If Nick Cage comes back for National Treasure 3. Six out of six. Six out of six. I might just... I mean, it's already a six out of six. The concept is a six out of six. Six six point uh, infinity, sorry. What do you you think would be the topic for them to go save? I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, what else can you do? They already found a bunch of... Because they're super rich, right? uh, At the end of the second Right, yeah. Because the second one, they find the Aztec, like, city of gold or whatever, and they're... I mean, they're rich after the first one, too, aren't they? Yeah, after the first one, they find the American treasure or whatever. Maybe they start... I don't know. Maybe they start going into space and looking for treasure in space. I don't know. <laughs> it's, space it's Nick treasure? Cage. I'm all in. That's all. What if... What if... Uh, uh, what was it? Yep. Color? Yep. The color mm-hmm. out of space mm-hmm. is that movie. <laughs> national they like they like reveal it as they just like pull off the title and it's actually national treasure three what if it's fast and the furious nine <laughs> and national treasure 3. and he's actually the real villain trying to steal something yep brilliant oh nick cage is a villain in a fast fast and furious oh my movie gosh. get I'd, out of I'd here go, i love it i'd go see it i'd go see it <clears throat> okay so national treasure three if that becomes a thing, I'm all in. We're going to have like a mini-sode on it, and I'm going to be all all for it. Okay. Uh, 
My next thing on my hot list is Sideshow Collectibles came out with a Baby Yoda life-size figure. It is going to be $350. Worth every penny. Sounds like a next year's Christmas gift for me. <laughs> but if you look at this thing, it looks exactly Does it? like the puppet that they use on the Mandalorian. Holy, holy. Like it's incredible. Mm-hmm. It's incredibly detailed. Uh, I was I I thought it was like photos from the actual show when I saw the like pictures of the of the toy. I was like, oh my gosh, that is amazing. So three hundred and fifty bucks. Tax return gift, maybe I don't know. We'll see, or or just a Tax or just a normal Christmas gift. gift. I like for, the way you think for for Max. <clears throat> okay, next thing on my list is uh, I had a GameStop gift card that expired just a couple days ago. So I I was like I have to go get something. Didn't have any extra cash on me, so it was twenty five bucks for the gift card. I was like, what can I get for twenty five bucks? Just browsing around. Found this game that I've kind of been like looking at for a while ago called Dead Cells. It's like a, a platformer, um, kind of like in that that eight bit, like sixteen bit uh, type of game that is kind of becoming more and more popular again. And I played it a little bit today, and this game is really really fun. The concept is cool. Every time you die, you start over at the beginning of the game. So if you make it through the entire game without dying, it's really short. It's only like, I've heard other people say it's like 45 minutes to an hour. But if you die, you start over. So it's it's like, oh, if I finish this game, it could be really quick. But if I don't, it could be a while. So just the concept is really cool. I'm really enjoying it so far. Um, What's your rating? Uh, so, far, I'll, so far, I'd give it a 6 out of 6. I haven't finished it yet so we'll see i'm assuming it'll stay the same but it's so far i'm i'm all in on it it's really cool and i got it for my switch isaac for the sake of the bit i'm going to need you to put a decimal at the end of that oh (laughs) six point infinity thank you obviously all right let's go come on here let's keep the bit going don't let it die so uh yeah so six point infinity for dead cells so far i'm really enjoying that there is a rumor going around that disney plus is Either I've I've heard a couple rumors about this, so I don't know. They could all just be rumors, but Disney Plus may be thinking about doing a either a series or a movie about the Old Republic, Knights of the Old Republic. It's a Star Wars uh, game uh, from way back in the day, and I've also heard rumblings of them actually remaking or doing a sequel to the old uh, Knights of the Old Republic games. So if that happens, I am all in on that like those were my favorite star wars games growing up probably still are my favorite star wars games like they're so stinking good if you're looking for a good rpg and you like star wars definitely go back and play those games Mm because those are amazing Mm -hmm. um last thing i have on my list is actually we mentioned them before is the good morning guys podcast uh found these guys through our twitter honest i was just talking about uh um Patrick actually is the guy that left the review. He's on the Good Morning Guys. And then uh, Lucas is joined our Discord, and we've just been going back and forth. And uh, these guys are just really cool. They talk, it's a video game based podcast, but they also just talk about like life. You know, they just kind of go through what's going through their lives and like how they can relate video games to their lives, all that kind of stuff. So, Really cool, just a bunch of guys that like you listen to their podcasts, and it's just 
they seem like a bunch of guys that you would just love hanging out with, which is, I, I hope that's what our podcast sounds like too. But when I listen to them, I'm like, oh man, like we would get along great with these guys. Like these, these guys are cool. So uh, that's what I've been listening to. Definitely check them out on Twitter. I believe it's GMG podcast. And then on Apple podcasts, anything is uh, the good morning guys podcast. So give them a follow. And then we already mentioned that we had Twitch affiliate on our Twitch channel this week. And if you guys want to go to twitch.tv slash the underscore infinity underscore bros, that is our Twitch channel. Really looking forward for Jarrett to make some cool emotes and some cool stuff to get up on our channel. So go and check that out. So that is my hot and snot list. Let's open up the time stone. The time stone. So this week, uh, we are opening up the time stone for a goofy movie, the 1995 released movie. Some episodes we try to open up some some time stones on previous movies that we've watched. Go back, observe, um, relive the nostalgia, but really come out with a strong, good rating for you. Um, and a goofy movie is important because it's on Disney+. Plus. Yay. Disney Plus is the best. Directed by Kevin Lima, uh, Bill Farmer, G- Jason Marsden, and Jim Cummings. Uh, Jim Cummings, uh, he is known for being the voice of Winnie the Pooh. Um, and then Kelly Martin, Rob Paulson, well, Wallace Shawn, I think, is the only other name that like people would know. Everybody else it's kind of like, eh, whatever. So um, the plot is pretty simple. When Max makes a preposterous promise to a girl he has a crush on, his chances to fulfill it seem hopeless. When he is dragged across on a when he is dragged onto a cross country road trip with his embarrassing father Goofy. Um, Mark, we're gonna start with you. What is your rating of a Goofy movie? Man, right now, like rewatching that, I would give it like a three point five two. Like it was, oh, wow. it was serviceable Whoa. and good, but like as Whoa. a movie as a whole, like it really doesn't stand up to me. Oh my gosh! And but like if you my if you goodness. told me as a four year old or five year old watching this, I would be like, I don't know what an Infinity Stone is, but I'll give you a nine point seven five. But man, rewatch! I'm like watching this, so I'm thinking like I feel like if you showed a kid who was like eight or seven now, like yeah, they might enjoy it. But, like, they would not mm. get it at all. Like, kind of, it's like, it's a product of its time. And it was really great during its time. Oh, but my gosh. I, I like, wow. I enjoyed it, but it's not like I hated it. So, that's why I'm giving it. It's floored. A, above floored. a three, but not, you know, it's not fan-fortastic. I mean, still. Yeah, it's a neutral, very neutral rating you're giving it. Yeah, it's just how I felt. I was I, I was underwhelmed. I thought I was gonna be like I'm gonna. Yeah, I can't no, wait no, to go it. down to controversial. Con- At some point this episode, we're gonna have to be controversial. Wow. Wow. Go ahead, Isaac. Wow. I'm. I don't know what to say. I'm speechless. I can't believe Mark has destroyed this amazing piece of nostalgia from my childhood. Yeah, this segment was good. Uh, for a second. So okay, first of all, Max, did you? Did you also hate this movie as a kid because the main character's name is Max? Oh my gosh, I have a story behind that, but I'll Well, it's not really a story. I just <laughs> okay. have feedback well, I mean, on that. His name's actually Maximilian, okay. so it's like M A X. So like his mm. his okay, nickname so is like legit, friend. not made up. Oh, wow. Oh my timeout. Whoa, 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 whoa. 
Did you just say my name is made up? Yo, I mean, whatever, MacArthur. How? Oh, my gosh. My, the show might be over. All right. Well, we're going to work through this. Isaac, keep, <laughs> keep going, Isaac. <laughs> okay. Okay. So this... Okay, so I grew up watching these movies, a goofy movie and an extremely goofy movie. An extremely goofy movie was, at one point during my life, probably my favorite movie of all time. Like, that movie is fantastic. And before re-watching a goofy movie, I I think I, I liked it, obviously, but I was thinking that extremely goofy movie is much better than a goofy movie. So rewatching it on Disney Plus uh, brought back a lot of awesome memories, and I was pleasantly surprised that I liked this movie a lot more than I thought I did. Um, I just remember it just being kind of what Mark described, just like a conglomerate of stuff that kids would like, but it didn't really fulfill, like wasn't really a complete movie. But going back and watching it, and maybe it is that I am a dad now. And that's like what this movie is about is a son getting to know his dad and that relationship developing. It hit me really hard. And I, I give this movie a 5.5557 because it was a lot better than I expected it to be. Uh, Still, I'm trying to think, I think I, because of the, nostalgic factor that I have for an extremely goofy movie, I'd probably still rank that one a little bit higher. But this movie was fantastic. Mark has no idea what he's talking about. It is a good movie and still holds up today. Whatever. Um, you're right. I, you're entitled um, Mark, to your opinion. I'm going to go. I'm going to go, and then we'll keep the dialogue okay, okay. going. Okay, Mark? Well, I, I mean, yeah, you, you, no. you're going to get your moment, Mark. Well, I Just really didn't get, get to review moment. it because I gave my rating, and you guys – you know, yeah, well, brought me it down. was a bad rating, and we just need to get past it. Okay, here's the deal. This movie holds up, and the point of this segment is to say, does this movie hold up? This movie doesn't just hold up. It is just as funny today. There are funnier jokes that you don't catch the first time. There are iconic, yes, I will use the word, iconic. I don't remember Keanu Reeves in, this movie. in that movie at all. There are, there are iconic moments in this movie. Um, power line, power line. People will still remember this power line song. You talk to people our age, they remember this power line song. Some would say it's nostalgia. I would say it's iconic. Second, the art is very good in this movie. The scene in particular that I remember going, holy cow, this is really good art. Is that bathtub scene? It's just like, and even like the, the, where, where they're in the bedroom and, the waterbed with the fish. I just like, this is like the color scheme. This movie is really good. This movie as a dad, it's going to eat your heart out. It's got, it's got a cute girl, but she, but there, we're yes. not exploiting her. We're Tears. not sexualizing her. I hope not. Um, Jeez. The I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm saying I, I'm making a point that she's also, a, a, they're all a animals, dog but the point I make animal, is like, so I mean, you know. that is like a common thing that happens in movies, even with young kids. I will point to High School Musical and say that. Okay, continuing on. Thirdly, main character's name is Max. That's an automatic six point infinity. Okay. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He is hip. You and said with it, that Mad he Max is not in an apocalyptic world. 
And How do you know they're all nobody, animals? They could be in apocalyptic <laughs> world and they're mutated. You said Even that you, <laughs> you put your nobody, hand up against the camera like the, the fans can see that. Let me finish. <laughs> nobody has ever gone Max? Oh, like Goofy's Max? No, never. Not once. Not once. And maybe Mark will start doing that. I don't know. But I will tell you, hearing the Max chant as a narcissistic seven-year-old boy was what I needed in that stage of life. This movie is a six-point infinity. <laughs> this movie holds up. It's Max. one of the best Disney movies. Max. But Isaac, Max. I would articulate, Max. you nailed it. Max. An extremely goofy movie is one of the best Disney movies, period. That movie, Ugh, it's so whales. Good. All right. Oh my gosh, Mark. Mark, will you share why you are lost? Talk to us. Why am I lost? Yeah. What happened? Who hurt you? Well, you, like you said, like I don't think it holds up just for the fact that it's so. The roots are based in the '90s. That's why I'm saying it doesn't hold up. Yeah, it has good artwork. It has uncredited Polly Shore. If you didn't know that. Um, I know you wouldn't know this either. The principal is William Shaw, and you probably won't recognize that name because you've never seen The Princess Bride. So, uh, the thing I don't even know who she is. Yep. Yep. I thought um, of that. one thing. It's unfortunate. I have my notes. I, um, I, I oh, did like the Bigfoot I, scene. Yeah, the Bigfoot scene is hilarious. I, I did, how is that scene not like the scene where they're almost dying at the end? That's gut wrenching. Almost dying. It's just. It's, they go down the waterfall. Bring They're about it, bring to it, die. Bring what it are you back. talking about? They're cars in the um, water. Generic tropes for a father-son movie. I'm surprised oh, there wasn't a plane with a magnet coming around. They created the tropes. <laughs> they created the, the tropes. sitting on this your car in the water yeah. trope, Mark? Yep. Yeah, real classy, Mark. <laughs> I don't know if that's in The Princess Bride. Maybe it is, but good good one. Mark. I forgot how much singing there was in this movie. Like, I just don't remember that. Oh, I loved how much singing there is. Also... Oh my gosh! There were a lot yes. more adult jokes in this, and I remember yes, obviously because I wasn't an adult the last time I watched this. But yes, there's is. like Pete's mm-hmm. drinking beer and smoking the whole time. Uh, Max talks about being intoxicated, like when they're on the car. Max is singing, and he says that his dad seems mm-hmm. intoxicated all the time, and it's just like, wait, wait, yeah. wait, what? <laughs> okay, totally. Mark, do you have anything else you want to say to add to your bad opinion? Or this movie made thirty-five sure million dollars in the box you. office. That's pretty. How much did it make? Thirty-five million. What was the budget? I didn't say. I didn't see that. Here, I'll look up the budget. I'm sure I can find. Because it. it made me think watching that, like you said, like the like it's a movie. The animations, like you'll you won't, I think, ever see that again. So it made me think they must have taken four years or three years to make that movie. It uh it it grossed uh thirty five point three million. Yep. How much did it? How much did it cost? It costed uh, six point one. Wow! Look at that. Oh wow! So that that makes me wonder what extremely goofy movie made because that definitely so yeah. Built and I want to go back and watch an extremely goofy, goofy movie because I remember extremely enjoying that more. goofy movie goes straight to Blu-ray, right? Or or DVD? I'm sorry. So I think it was still VHS back then. Uh, DVDs might have existed when that one came out, or but direct a home video. Yeah, I'm not seeing. That's a good a question. Budget. When did it come out? Mark, what uh, do you remember extremely about extremely goofy. goofy movie? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I remember that one being better. So it's like now I want to go back and watch that. Mm-hmm. I see. I liked extremely goofy, 
Goofy movie better, and that's what I remembered. But going back to a Goofy movie, I was pleasantly surprised. I was like, oh, my gosh, hey, this one almost comes up to the level of extremely goofy movie in my eyes it did it was i was i was yeah this this was a great rewatch great rewatch go watch a go watch a goofy movie amen and my my daughter loved it she loves the extremely goofy movie watch that one on the right way we pray for mark's kids in the future (laughs) disney plus is a gift (laughs) from the gods let's get into the top Five. D. We're going in three. Infinity Bros. Two. Top five. One. List. Starts now. This week on the top five, we are doing our most, well, the top five most most anticipated things. How did we say it? Yeah. Uh, Most anticipated things for 2020. There yes. we go. Top five it's, it's not, most anticipated 2020 things. There we go. Mark, you had a really bad opinion earlier, so I'm going to have you go first to try to redeem <laughs> My yourself. My punishment is to redeem myself? Oh, that's going to be tough. <laughs> In front no, of the no, whole no, no, Infinity no. Bros. universe. second chance. This is a podcast of second chances, Mark, and this is your moment. So, I, so yeah, I went on the concept of you know things I'm most excited for for 2020. Mine stayed in pop culture except for my number one. Um, my uh, my honorable mentions were two movies, and actually most of them are movies, because I'm that's what I'm really excited for, and this is what Infinity Bros podcast is all about, right? <laughs> um, my my two honorable mentions is the Black Widow movie, pretty pumped for that, and Onward. Have you guys seen trailers for that? That looks like a really fun movie. Yeah, Pixar, wholesome, yeah. fun. It's got it does it does look um, really good. Yes. So that, I think that'll be a fun movie. And that comes out, I think, in March. So only two months away. Or April. So it's still pretty close. Um, oh, it's yeah. crazy. It's February today. February Man. 1st. Um, my number five is the Avengers game that will be coming out September, if I'm correct. I mean. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Because it got bumped back. Yep. So pretty pumped about that. I'm excited to play. So luckily it's, you know, back, you know, nine months or eight months from now. So I still got time to finish all my other games I haven't played and beat. Um, my number four is Wonder Woman 84. Like to see the, hopefully it's a continuation of the DC universe or see what they do, or if it leads up to the flashpoint, which I hope it does. Um, and to see what kind of, how they play with that. Like is Chris Pine going to be the green or, um, Martian Manhunter. So it'll be interesting how they play that out. Um, number three, Eternals comes out this year in November. So I'm pumped to see what they're going to do with that in the MCU. Um, my number the future the future yeah my number two and this is a recent number two because the more i've thought about the more i've watched the more i've read about it it's like this could be a big movie doing some big things morbius oh my god we're gonna get the beginning of the spider verse which is right. tickles max so hard that he loses his I'm mind excited about that i am excited if they do that that would be exciting and my number one top most anticipated thing for 2020 is my wedding to the wonderful, beautiful Kelly. Two weeks from today. Well played. Dude, that's in two weeks. That is so nuts to think about. Yes, I'm excited. Are you so excited? Did I redeem myself, Max? Max, am I good? Do I do I do yes. I get to be free, Max? Max? Mark, <laughs> Max? you get to stay an infinity, bro. Yes. I give your rankings a six point infinity. Yes. 
My favorite part about your rankings was, it, was that they didn't mention uh, any wrestling. That's correct. There is there is in a in talks. No, 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 no. we're done about you the Hulk Hogan biopic. So that might that might happen with Chris yeah. Helmsworth playing Hulk Hogan. So that's okay. Pretty. I might just edit that part out that you just. said. That's that. fine. Um, here we go. Uh, honorable mentions. I have the Mandalorian season two is coming at the end of 2020. Uh, I like the way it ended, and I think it's just gonna have some really good stuff. I would also say Black Widow and Wonder Woman. Uh, those are both honorable mentions. I'm for whatever reason. I think it's just been a long time since the first Wonder Woman. I know I love the first Wonder Woman, but I got I got to rewatch that to get excited for the second one again. My number five is the WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier releases. Uh, very eager to see what Marvel can do with these products. Is the MCU going to work in Disney Plus? I don't know. Uh, they're taking a lot of risks. We're going to find out. Number four is Tenet, the movie Tenet. I'm super eager to see this movie. Um, uh, yeah, I just, I, 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 if you haven't seen a trailer for it, go check it out. Um, really eager to see this one. It looks great. Uh, Westworld season three coming out. Mark, are you excited for Westworld season three? I'm excited. I got Kelly and I started watching that. So, Right in time to. Okay, you didn't even mention it on your list, so that's why I'm asking. Well, yeah. I mean, or did you even know that it was coming this? No, year? I knew it was coming out because we start we started watching season two because we're behind. But luckily, that that show comes out every two years, so it's you know, it's a good investment. So now we're. Yeah, I think I need to I need to rewatch from the beginning of that show. I need to catch up. Number two is Eternals for me as well, Mark. I would echo all the things you said. And then number one for me is also not. It's kind of pop culture. Is it my wedding? It's the Olympics. Your wedding is an honorable mention. Uh, the Olympics, the Olympics, I'm excited for the summer Olympics. I just think there's tons of great storytelling in that. And I don't know. I'm going to have a little extra free where, time. Where's the summer Olympics? I'm excited to watch it. Hmm? Where is the Olympics this year? Is it in Japan? Uh, Tokyo. Yeah, yeah Tokyo. And I hear that there's going to be esports. That's Go Ninja. Win us an, uh, an award. That's crazy. Well, hopefully Ninja, hopefully Ninja makes America proud. <laughs> All right, Isaac, close us out. Okay, uh, <clears throat> honorable mentions: Wonder Woman eighty four, uh, Black Widow, Sonic the Hedgehog. Actually, I've been pretty excited for this because it looks so much better than it did when the original trailer came out. Um, I'm not like my expectations aren't like super high for it still, but it looks a lot better. So, uh, HBO Max comes out this year along with Peacock. Uh, some new streaming services. HBO Max is going to have DC-related stuff. Um, Peacock is going to have basically a ton of shows, including The Office, Parks and Rec, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, pretty much all my favorite shows. Um, PlayStation 5 is going to come out in the holiday season. I don't think I'll probably end up getting a PlayStation 5 right away, but still very intriguing. Uh, video game Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, I've been very interested in this. Me and Zane are pretty pumped about it. Um, I actually got it pre-ordered for a Christmas gift from my brother-in-law, James. So thanks, James. Pretty excited about that. And um, to move on to my list, number five, I've got WandaVision. It's just there's so much that we don't know about this show that I think makes it just so intriguing i'm like i have they could literally go anywhere they want with it um and so that's that makes that number five number four is eternals i read the comics of the eternals last year and that drove up my hype level immensely the comics are actually pretty good 
So I was like, all right, I can get into this Eternals thing. Number three is Marvel's Avengers. Pumped to the video game that Mark was talking about. Pumped to, uh, apparently there are some multiplayer aspects to it. So hopefully the Infinity Bros will all be able we to could get assemble. together and do a couple streams of it and stuff like that. We could On your assemble. left. That would be epic. Um, number two. On your left. Number two is The Mandalorian Season 2 as well. Uh, season 1 was amazing. And Disney Plus is taking Star Wars in a direction that seems to be going very well. So excited to see where that goes. And my number one thing for my 2020 wedding? is Mark Jones. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. <laughs> it's, it was on my honorable limit. But just, oh, yeah, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> number one is Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh, I've been very intrigued by this. And I they came out with an image of the actor. I forget the actor's name, but he's playing U.S. Agent. And I... Like I was like pumped about that. Like U.S. Agent being in this show, along with Baron Zemo with his classic purple hood, I'm very excited. And this, you know, it is going to be probably a little bit of a typical like superhero spy type um, show. But I'm I'm really excited to see where this goes because Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan have really good chemistry. I'm just excited about everything that this show and anything, everything that Marvel is, you know, producing in Disney plus, cause this will be the first one that comes out. It'll be just really cool to see how it goes and see how it sets the stage for the MCU going forward. So that is my top five. Well, thanks for coming on guys. You guys were awesome today. A uh, super fun episode. And it's, it's funny because when you're like prepping an episode, you're like, oh, man, we only have so many things we can talk about. And then you get to the hour and like 15 minute mark and you're like, holy cow, time just flew by. So really good job, guys. You guys did a good job, except for Mark on your goofy take. I think that was a little sucky. But you know what? You're you're due to not be perfect every now and then. Right, Mark? That was like the, the most Robbie take of all time. Might be your worst I take ever. Yes. Jeez. We appreciate know. you. I doubt that. We pre- Mark. Whatever, Max or Mac. Now, now I gotta, now I gotta know. Like, oh gosh, I already put a poll on our on our group chat. We're to gonna see go they, back to it. We'll, we'll figure it out. Just cold. I want to find out what they rate it without giving. I'm, I just, I'm floored. Honestly, I thought everybody's was gonna be at well, least I'm like four point five. Controversy. It's a question now, right? It's a question, and maybe Mark's right. Maybe we're wrong. Hey, no, no, no one should ask the Infinity Bros universe. We on our list of movies to watch, which Max is gonna cut out from this. We have Venom, Mad Max Fury Road, anyway. and The Princess Bride, and we, and Max will not watch any of them because he's scared. Of what? So what am I scared of? So f- Infinity Bros, go to go to the internet. We don't know what you're scared of, Max. And That's influence the Max to watch him because he owns Princess Bride because an Infinity Bro named Mark Jones gave him that movie because he had talked about why did you third why did you third person yourself just there and just because it upsets me so much that you talk you're like man i need to see this movie last year you were like i'll see this movie when tim's being born we'll watch together as family and you never watched it and now like fast forward a year later you're like all against it has sarah seen it i don't know the answer to that i don't know sarah has to have seen it maybe she communicate with her i feel like oh my god i feel like she has to have seen it. shut up both of you shut up for some reason, it's for some reason it's a staple of Christian families to see this movie. I guess you're just so not that like good Sarah of a Christian. I would have seen it. 
but I don't know. We'll see. Um, so if you're listening, Infinity Bros Universe, at MaxMosier73 <laughs> on Twitter, uh, let him know what you think of him not watching Princess Bride or refusing to watch Princess Bride. Uh, yeah, definitely I f- definitely let him know or email us at infinitybrospodcast.gmail.com. In a goofy movie, everyone's just chanting my name. Max, Max, even though they're all like, screw you, Max. How dare you not watch this? I just hear it as Max, Max, Max. So it's, it works out well. We get it. You're the ultimate heel in this group. You hear us cheering you on. What a, what a deluded state <laughs> Delusional. of mind. He's such a delusional person. <laughs> well, uh, Mark, thank you for coming on. Aside from your goofy take, you were fantastic as always. And we are all excited for your wedding, Mark. It's coming up in a couple weeks. We're thank very you. excited for it. I know you're eager. Uh, Isaac, great job as always. Uh, I think you and I did a great job, especially of not having noise around us. I was, I know there was some uh, potential for children coming and going. My cat uh, surprisingly only cried at the end. So I think we're in good shape. I think we did okay with the uh, sound on this episode. We'll see how it turns out later. Thank you. Appreciate uh, being a part of the Infinity Bros okay. and the Infinity Bros universe. Well, and thank you, uh, listeners. We're so grateful that you made your day Um Made, made us part of your day. And wherever you're listening, however you're listening, we hope you had a wonderful time listening to this. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can ch- uh, subscribe to us on Twitch. Uh, you can also check us out for our podcasts on Spotify, Google Music, and iTunes Music. So we love you guys 3,000 as always, and we will talk to you soon. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Infinity Bros Podcast. You can find the Infinity Bros on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Infinity Bros. Feel free to send listener feedback via email at infinitybrospodcast at gmail.com.